Okay, Dafe, so we're continuing the Gemara now. What? There's no clock. Do they look like this anywhere? The style that we're doing with, like, the. No. I don't think they do it. I mean, it could be. It could be. I've never heard of it. Usually people learn in yeshivas, they learn the Gemara, Rashatosis, and then on the side they might learn Svarim. Or even if they do it, they record it. They don't do it. Do I don't think so. Anything I mean, maybe in art show nowadays yeah. you have something. You I just know. make more work from on the back end. Just like but we have, uh, <laughs> we have a, we have to learn a Gemara, we have to learn a Rashi, we have to learn a Tosos, we have to learn a Ravitcha Meyer. We're going to talk about Gilgulim this week. We might. We're going to go to Gilgulim this week, so we're going to, we're getting it interesting. Okay. I hope your editing, editing skills got better, because Yankees uh, <laughs> cannot give you a run for your money. <laughs> what are you editing? No, recordings. Oh, this guy. Yeah, I got that. It's fine, we'll just kick him out of the cupboard. We'll make it easier. We'll burn the whole forest though. Okay, Daf Heaven Base. So we are now, we're now in the, we're still in the Sugya. Oshita's Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan made a statement. Nagoim and Bonim, those two Yisurim are not of Ahava. So last week we worked heavily on the first part, the Nagoim aspect. What does that mean? And Halacha, Rashi, Tosos, Machlokas, we saw Ian Afshi at the end on Thursday, what that means, Yisurim Shalahava, Enam Shalahava, when a person feels that Harchaka, he feels that distance from a Kaddish for that period of time, that's not a Vahava, but we could always bring that back. Now we're going on to the, the second half. So go to the Gemara, it's a very short part of the Gemara, because we already did most of it, it's Ubanim. Um, it's, I don't know. Here, look. Where are my, where are my fingers over here? Ubanim. I'll just read, I'm just going to read through the Gemara quickly. And then I'll, and I'll emphasize. I'm Rabbi Yochan, by the period. Okay? I'll just read from there. Yeah? Mm-hmm. I'm Rabbi Yochan. When a person is afflicted by Nagoim Saras. Or Bonim, which we don't know what it is yet. These are not considered Yisrim Shalhav. Nagoim Lof, like the Gemara. Nagoim is not considered Yisrim Shalhav. Vahatani, we learned it Gemara says, but if you get saras, it's a kapara for you. So what do you mean? A kapara is a good thing. Kapara is a hava because now you're cleansed, now you're free from sin. Says the Gemara, mizbeach kapara havu, yisurim shalahavu There can be a kapara's avonos, you can have freedom from sin, atonement, but still not considered shalahava. Like we said on Thursday, if a person feels distant from a Kaddish Baruch because of the Yisurim, yes, he's getting a Kapara, but they're not of a Hava for that, for those moments, until you come to terms with it and see it the way it's supposed to be seen. Ayn Sham, last Thursday. Vibai Seima, Halon v'Halahu. Maybe there's a difference, we said, Halon, Halahu, whether you're in Eretz Yisrael and you're getting kicked out of the walled cities, you're getting kicked out of Yushalayim, that's a Mizbeach Kapara without it being Yisurim Shalahava, Halu, but in Bavel, where there's no actual halachas of saras, therefore it can be a kapara, mizbeach kapara, and yisurim shel ahava. So it's going to be another distinction in the world of Nagaim. Maybe if you're getting the saras, bitsina, nobody really knows about it, it's hidden away, you know, nobody else knows, therefore that can be considered yisurim shel ahava, but habifarhesia, but if everybody knows about it, then already. We learn from Rav Kook how they understand that. Those would not be Yisrael Shalahava. As we said, I'm just going to throw out the words. The Hefzid is greater than the Hergish. Mm-hmm. It's just to knock a person down. It's not actually going, it might not bring him to do tshuva. Before Hesse, he might not even know he has Nagoim. If it's on his face, let's say, he might not, he, there's no mirrors back then. They didn't know, but everybody else knew. 
Okay. I'd come as Rav Kook two weeks ago. Ubanim, now we're up to the next part of the Gemara. Ubanim lo. These are not happy Gemaras, but we have, to, we have to read it. We have to learn from it. Ubanim lo. And a person who something happens to his children, the Pashat understanding right now, the Havamin of the Gemaras, when a person loses children, lo aleinu, that's not considered Yisrim Shalahava. As we said, and I'll just bring it back, what was the Pasuk we learned that we were, we were sticking with Rabbi Yochanan? As Asher Ye'ehav Hashem Tochiach. Those who Hashem loves, He rebukes. By rebuke does not mean it's coming out of anger, it's coming out of wanting the person to grow. So we have a clear Pasuk that says a Kaddish Baruch who can rebuke a person, bring him to Yisurim, and still is considered a Hava. So Ubanim Lo, Ubanim are not considered Yisurim Shal Hava. Hechidami, what's the case? What's the, what is this affliction? called Banim, if you'll say that the case is that the person had children, a child, children, umesu, and they died, lo aleinu, can that, is that, is that the case we're talking about? Where Rabbi Yochanan said, it's not considered Yisurim Shalahava? That can't be. Why? Because Rabbi Yochanan would go around saying, Din Garma Da'asira Abir. And we'll just translate it the way Rashi translates it. There are other ways. This is the bone of my tenth child. Rabbi Yochanan would walk around with the bone of his tenth child who died. He had ten, well, we'll see. I'll, I'll show you what Rabbi Nisim Gomez says in a second. But he had multiple children who passed away. And he would hold on to one of the bones of his last child. And he would carry it around with him. So can you say, we're going to have to explain in a minute. You can't say, you cannot say, that having children and losing them is n- is not considered Yisurim Shel Ahava because Rabbi Yochanan used to carry around the bone. We'll explain in a minute what, how, what's what's the raya. I'm just translating the words in the Gemara. Elo, so what's the case then? Where Banim are not considered Yisurim Shel Ahava, losing some or something to do with children. Hadlo Havulei Klal. Where a person didn't have any children at all, Lolein. If you don't have any children at all, then says the Gemara, that's what Rabbi Yochan was referring to as, these are not Yisrim Shalahava, Vaha, Tahavuleo Mesu, but the person who has children, Lolein, and they pass away, that can still be considered Yisrim Shalahava. That's the Akan, the Gemara. Okay. So let's see, let's see Rashi. Understand Rashi. Rashi, go on the left side here. Din. Or Dane, I don't know how to say it, Garmada Sirabir. By the way, Yankee, since you're actually Yeshivish, feel free to like correct me on the way I read things, because I grew up modern, so I can't read a Gemara like you probably could read a Gemara. Din Garmada Sirabir. Huh? You wouldn't know that he's a Yeshivish, yeah, yeah. but he really knows what he is. He is. He's Betson. That's Tenem. So look at Rashi says here. Din Garmada Sirabir is the Etsim Shel Ben Asir Shemesla. This is the bone of his tenth son who died. That's how Rashi learns the case, learns the, these words. Look on the right side. Rav Nisim going all the way, all the way on the right, outside of even Tosos. We're going Chutzalach. Before we even get to Rashi, like the, the literal translation of that means the Rav Yechon is saying that the din caused the Asira appear that my tenth I buried. We have Which to... doesn't yeah. sound like a Hava, that he's saying it. He's saying it's coming from a din. So you will, you're only going to learn the Gemara not like Rashi. Uh-huh. Okay. You wanted to translate the words proper, straight, which we do need to do. 
we do need to do. No, well, that's what the Pasha Pshat is. That's why Rashi has to... So just to answer you, and then maybe we'll come back to it later, after Rashi, we see everything, when we come back to that. That's like how we would see at the end. But din doesn't mean necessarily bad. Because you can have a gvura shabahava. Good din. Or, it's, or if you understand din. Like we were learning on the mouth, we're, we're, we're three weeks, I think, into the sugi of Yisurim. Din. But Yisurim shalahava. What's Yisurim shalahava? means it's Yisurim. It is din, but it's shalahava, meaning it's a gvura shebaahava. Right? There's mixtures. So even though it's a din, meaning lamaisa, the hanhagas Hashem, was a din. He had children who passed away. But one can still see that as coming from a place of Ahava. Yeah? <clears throat> what? No, so that's, that's, and that's what we're talking about over here. And Rabbi Yochanan was the champion, and Amr Aleph, he really said everything, even if a person's dinim, make him stop learning and davening. That can still be considered shalahava. If you, if you know how to look at it properly, because it brings you to higher places, tshuva, we learn of cook. Just in this Gemara, this is where Rabbi Yochanan then changes and says there are two exceptions to that rule. But, but not, right now, not having children and losing them, that can still be considered as Asher Yehav Hashem Tuchiyach. So look at Rav Nisim going all the way on the right side. Din Garmadas Yerabir. So Pirshir of Shura, Shura Gaonar of Haigar. This is going back. The Gaonim were in between the period of the Amurayim. And the Rishonim, right? The Gonim were in between. There's also another period of people, you know, those with Sabarayim. You ever hear about them? You ever hear of them? They were in between, I think, the Amorayim and even the Gonim. They still made it. There's sometimes in the Gemara where you'll, you'll see the Rishonim say that it was added later. Who added in the Gemara later? If, if, the Amor, if it's after this moment of the Gemara, after Ravina Ravashi, there was a period of time, I, I don't know exactly as so much, before the Gonim where there were some very big people who amended the Gemara a little bit here and there. I don't know much, but uh, yeah, Akopanim. Sort of, Haigon of Shiragon were, were going. I think they lived in Bavo. They were, they were <coughs> old school. Uh, I don't know if that's Hamudo. Zal. He says like this, Zelishan. Rabbi Yochanan Kavar Yud Bonim Zacharim. Yochanan buried, unfortunately, ten boys. The 10th son, hard to read these words, the 10th son, that is Rabbi Yochanan Tamad, one of the biggest Tamad Echam Tzadikim we ever had. The 10th one, Shabhan Nafal Lesoch Yore Gedola, Shahaisa Rosachas Risuach Kasha. The 10th son fell into a vat of boiling something, boiling water or something, and he, and he died. Kasha Bechazak was very, 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 very hot. What? Scary? It is. Yeah. Venamas besaro, venamak, and his, his, his flesh melted. It was so hot. Venato Rabbi Yochanan etzim shall etzpektanas. Rabbi Yochanan took the bone. The flesh melted, but he took the bone of his ten son, Shlo. But Sarah besedino, and he put it into a kerchief, a little bit of a, a wrap. Vahim menachim ba achim. He used to go and comfort people. We'll see. This is we're going to see where this, this is really shit to We'll see in a minute. But he used to go comfort people with it. Is the Amri? You should just know 
ben echad, he did still have one child. Rabbi Yochanan had one more son. Vishmo Reb Masna. We've heard of Reb Masna. He's in the Gemara. Vishigram Eretz Yisrael above. He immediately sent him away from Eretz Yisrael, where clearly there was dinim on Rabbi Yochanan's family. He sent him away. Sent him to Bavel. Limotor l'fnei Shmuel. To learn Torah l'fnei Shmuel. Rabbi Yochanan was at the same time as Rav and Shmuel. It's been in Rav Masna lived. So, if, is my video yelled over there? Right there. Right there. Left? Right there, yeah. I just saw this yesterday. Daniel Yoda, he says, just because I saw this, he said all these crazy Ramazan, unbelievable stuff. So he says, where did I see this? So he says, but he says about Rav Masna. He says, when Nero came in a Shemayim, he said, Dovah Shekara Masna. He came from Shemayim to call his son Masna. Matana, Masna. Lahorus is a yechet to show that he's going to live. This one's going to live. He was given as a matana from a Kaddish Baruch. This last son. And anybody who gives, he gives with a good eye. He wants to, if it's a matana, he gives the best. We learned about this on Amun Aleph. The difference between, I think we learned about it, and of Kok, about the, the one who sells Kaddish Baruch who giving over the Torah versus a, a Basar Vedam. We're not going to get back to it now. Anyway. And in the name of Ramasna, okay, this is a remez, but Yenafshi style. In the name of Ramasna, you see a remez to the ten sons, the ten ones who passed away. Ramasna was like the culmination. He held on to all of them. He was a matana. How do you see that? He osios nunhe, the nunhe of Masna, Romzim the Mispar Asara, it's a remez, number 55 is a remez to ten. Why? The Misra Kadmani, if you count up Aleph, Bez, Gimel, Dalet, Hey, Vav, Zayin, Ches, Tes, Yud, what's the Gematria? So let's do it. Aleph and Bez, plus Gimel, plus 10, and then plus 5, plus 6, plus 7, plus 8, 36, plus 9, 45, plus 10, 55. That's Nun Hey. So in the, in the letters Nun Hey 55, that's a combination of 1 to 10. 1 plus 2 plus 3 plus 4. Showing the 10 sons. She'ol mispar asar and mispar nun hey. V'zeh she'i masna. No? Meis nun hey. Masna is meis nun hey. Who died? The 55. The, really the 10. 1 plus 2 plus 3. Klomar, zechai. This one's going to live after the 10 sons died. Masna. Just showing Ramas, it's it's good to see what comes out. The Nirmas Kol Zebishmo Beremas Dak. The Nirmas Od Bishmo Remas Tovlachiosa. Now we also see that was a remis to the ten dead brothers, but we also now going to see a remis to his Chias. He's going to live. Ramasna. Ki Asara Shemas Havaya Bemili Alfin Shumispar Memhe. If you take Yud Kevavke, okay. Yud ke vavke, we could do the we could do a gematria called the milui, where you fill in the letters. So the letter yud is really yud vavdalid. So even though yud generally is ten, it could also be twenty because a yud plus a vav plus a dalid, ten plus six plus four is twenty. So if you do the gematria of yud vavdalid, now hey is interesting. We've discussed this because hey could be hey aleph, 
hey, 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 or hey, yud. One of three. So there are different permutations. So let's say we take hey, aleph. So we do yud, vav, dalet, plus hey, aleph, plus vav, aleph, vav, because vav can also be vav, 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 aleph, vav, and this is a chiddish, but vav, yud, vav. Three permutations of vav. So let's say we do called alfin. Every time we add, where there could be an aleph, we add an aleph. So again, yud, vav, dalet, hey, aleph, vav, Aleph, Vav, and then Hey, Aleph. So what's the Gematria? So let's do it. Yud, Vav, Dalet is? No, no. Yud, Vav, Dalet. Yud, Vav, Dalet is 20. Hey, Aleph is 6. So what's 20 plus 6? 26. Vav, Aleph, Vav. Vav, Aleph, Vav is 13. So 13 and 39. Plus again, Hey, Aleph, which is 6. 39 plus what? 45 is Ma. Ma, that's, it's called the Gemara. You've maybe heard this in the sermon. Rebbe say Gemara, Ma. Now, just Agav. Ma is very important because Ma, 45, is also Aleph, Dalid, Mem. Adam, us, Adam is Gematria Ma. The main Miloy in this world of Yud Kevavke, again, that's what Ma is, is really Yud Kevavke spelled out. The main Miloy is Adam, is us. I Meaning we're the greatest manifestation of a Kaddish Baruch in this world. That's the one that's meaning that's the one that's 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 the fa- it's really connected to the Ferris. I mean, <laughs> it's 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 the main it's the main one if you could say the main active one. That's why it's that's why it's Kamachi Adam. Out of everything in this world that manifests God, what's the greatest manifestation? Us, us. Right? We matter bring out the most. We reveal the most. So that's why Ma. That's why Ma's also. The greatest midah to manifest the Kaddish Baruch Hu is what? That's the greatest way to manifest a God. Now this whole world, Olam, is also He'elam. Is Kaddish Baruch Hu is hidden. I don't see him here. How do you see a Kaddish Baruch Hu? When you lower yourself. The less you see of yourself, the more you're able to see of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. What's that midah? It's Anava. What's a code word for Anava, being humble? Ma. How do we know? The Messiah Shem already brings out and makes it famous. Moshe and Aaron said, Nachnu Ma. What are we? V'nachnu, we, ma, what are we? That was, that's a Lashon Vanova. Moshe and Aharon, right? They're the greatest. It's even interesting, I just thought about it now. Ma is Moshe, Aleph, ma is Moshe Aaron. Because the hey is like Aharon. When you have Aleph, okay, I don't know if you could say such a thing. Okay, they're just telling me right now, but a little bit stretching. Maybe, maybe not, I don't know. If you had a Nova, you know. Okay, fine. So we're holding my Ma, which is a Nova, which is Adam, which is the greatest manifestation of Yud Kevavke in its most revealed, expanded way. Right, we're expand. Fine. Now, 10 times Ma, this you could do easily, 10 times 45 is 450. That's a tough and a Nun. Mas Na. So the middle letters are tough and a Nun. Vizel Matana Tain Ma. On the outside of Masna is a Mem and a He. Right? Masna is Memhe on the end, on the outside. That's Ma. And the inside is 450, which is 10 times Ma. Matana. So Rabbi Masna was also given as a Matana from a Kaddish Baruch that equals almost like the 10 children. Hmm. So you see in the name of Masna, this is a Ben Yishchai, it's unbelievable. You see it as the, as a, a, the 10 children who died. Right? Mace, Nunhe. What's Nunhe again? 1 plus 2 plus 2 plus up to 10. So the ten children died, and the Masna is a tikkun. He was given as a matana. What kind of matana? A tain ma. 
you were given Ma, which is also Adam, you were given Rabbi Yochanan, you were given a new child who's equal to all the ten, and which can definitely be considered a, a nice, that's nice, Yisrim Shalahava, meaning, it, but that's how Rabbi Yochanan saw it. Nice. What? Ahava? No, 13. 13. Okay. Unbelievable. We've seen some and we'll continue to see. Unbelievable. Okay. Good? Good. So let's go back to Rashi here. Yeah? They don't see Benishchai as usually like that in Yeshivas. No. They should, though. No? Wouldn't that spice it up for guys if they saw that like in Yeshiva? It's amazing. Unbelievable. What do you say? You know, yeah. I'm saying. Here we go. So says Rashi. Again, Din So Rashi's learning, like like the Gaonim, that this is the the bone of his <coughs> ten son. Now the word beer is an interesting word. Word in English, you know what beer is, but in, in, in Aramaic, we have to know what beer means. It's a joke. Come bar. Bar means son. Son. So that's what beer is referring to. Bar. Vitzar etzem. Pachos mikisaora. According to um, Renis, what, the way Renis and Ben it happen, it could sort of be a bar. A boar. Din Garmadasir a boar? Like I don't know. <laughs> maybe. Is it because like he found a bit? Maybe. I don't think it's okay, Maybe. So, okay. So he's carrying around this, this bone of his beer of his son, and it's less than the size of a, a, a kisaura. This gets, I don't want to really get into this, but there's a big uh, homochlocus. What? Less than what conveys tummy. Right. How could he carry on a bone? Some say it's tummy. Ah, oh, so, so, like so that's what some like come out lentil, and say. A lentil size. Right. So the, the shaila is, and I don't really want to get into the shaila, but how can he, they, they say, how can Rabbi Yochanan carry around the bone if it's going to be tummy? I'm saying you can't carry. Not only that, you have a chiv to bury it. That's a different, you have a kavura. Yeah, but, same thing with the old uh, Atmos Yosef. What about? They're, they're carrying it around. In that. Well, they were going, they were going to bury it. They're on their way. They're on their way to bury it. But the Bach says it's less than a Sarah. It's not Tamite. Right, right. I'm saying that's what Rashi is. I was going to say. That's what Rashi is. It's a quantity less than. What? It's a quantity less than. Right, right. That's why Rashi Dafka says Pachas with Sarah. That's what I was trying to explain. Why is Rashi tell us the size? It's less than a, a barley, which is tiny, because some have the question, how could he carry something that's Tamite? Now, then you have other questions. Why can't Rabbi Yochanan carry on something tummy? Is Rabbi Yochanan a Kohen? Is there a base of Mikdash? So it's a, the Lushan is, how can Rabbi Yochanan, such a holy person, not because he's a Kohen, carry on something tummy? Okay, so Rashi said it's very small, or some say it was a tooth. That's why it's Pachas Mikser, it's really a tooth, and therefore a tooth is not a Kabbal Who said it was a pinky finger? They say Esprikatana, and we just learned it. Yeah, inside is Esprikatana. I don't mean pinky. I don't know if it means etzba katana, meaning the smallest of the, of the fingers, or it just means a small piece of a finger. I don't, I don't know. So Rashi says right there. Right, right, you see over there the gimel in the Haggah The gimel in the on the left side, right underneath where we're learning, the Haggah and gimel in the bolt, it says, She'enim etame b'maga. He adds those words a little bit, that this size of a bone is not going to metame when you maga, when you touch it. There's different types of tumma. Maga, and there's carrying, and there's sitting on. All those different types, which is a whole world in of itself. Mm-hmm. 
this size will not be metame a person. Vahaya noso kasher besudro. So he was carrying it tied up besudro in a kerchief. Go back up to Rashi for a second. Go back to Rashi right where that gimel was. Besudro, he was carrying it in the, the kerchief. Laagmas nefesh. Interesting. According to Rashi, he says, What's Agmas nefesh? Rashi learns he was in pain. I want to I be clear. Let's read Rashi straight now. Rashi says he was carrying around this bone and it kept him in a state of pain. Right? Now, the question obviously is, one second, the Gemara is telling us that even losing a child, Lo'aleinu, is still considered Yisurim Shel Ahava. How do I know that? Because Rabbi Yochanan used to carry around the bone. That's what the Gemara said. Rashi says he would carry around the bone for Agamas Nefesh. Well, of course you're in Where do you see the Yisum Shalahava? That's part of the... Where do you see the rye from the Gemara? And also he was giving chiz- people chizik with it. What's that, what's that, what's that? <clears throat> Rashi doesn't say that. That was, that was Rav Shurugan. I shouldn't have jumped too early. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done that to confuse people. That was just the rye, the pressure of meaning of the Gemara. That's how you learned it when you learned Gemara, the Gemara the first time because that's how most people like to, to read it in because it's the nicest. But Rashi doesn't say that. Rashi doesn't say that. That's Rashi going. We'll see. We'll see. Tosas learns like that also. We'll get there. But Rashi doesn't say that. If he didn't have Agmas Nefesh, it's not a Yisurin. Fine. Okay. But the point is right now. Fine. The point is, what's the Raya from here? Now Rashi's going to say in a second. I'm just bringing it up. What's the Raya from Rabbi Yochanan carrying the bone that you that children all in being passed, you know, leaving this world can still yes be considered Yisurin Shal Hav. I'm reading Rashi right now. So that's what does Rashi say? Listen to this line of Rashi. The Gavra Rabba Rabbi Yochanan and a great holy tzaddik like Rabbi Yochanan lo bolo yisurin she'enan shalhava. It can't be that a tzaddik like Rabbi Yochanan would not be receiving yisurim of a hava. This is Rashi's learning. It must be that this is how he learned the Gemara. It must be Rabbi Yochanan only received Yisurim Shalahavli, it's a big tzaddik. Therefore, he who was in a state of Agmas Nefesh because of his ten children who passed away, Yisurim, but it must be Yisurim Shalahavli. That's how Rashi learns. That's Rashi. Yes? That's what Rashi says. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's an unbelievable answer. It sounds... Because he's such a tzaddik. Such a tzaddik. That's it. But then... Nothing else is proving it. Then all you—it's just like okay, the Yisrael is only getting Yisrael because he's such a Gavra Rabbah. So nothing else matters then about what he's doing or whatever. Nothing's proving it except for the fact that we're saying he's a Gavra Rabbah. But it must be no. So you still have the question of the Gemara. The problem is what is that it may be it's Yisrael shall have it because Rabbi Yochanan is a Gavra Rabbah. But if other people the land lost children, maybe it wouldn't be such a Yisrael shall have. But the Pashup Shan Rashi is that once you see from Rabbi Yochanan that a person can lose children, I, keep, I don't like to keep saying these words again and again, but we're learning Gemara. That if a person loses children and you have a case where it can vadai be considered, Yisurim Shalahava, therefore we learn to everywhere, it can be considered Yisurim Shalahava. Was it all with the same woman, with the same wife? This I don't know. I never saw anybody bring that down. Did, I don't know. Did, what did we learn last Thursday about your thoughts? 
it's whatever your thoughts are. If it's, um, we learned that if you're feeling that richuk, yeah. No, but he had Agnes Nefesh. Agnes Nefesh doesn't mean necessarily that he feels a, 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 a richuk. It's not about how you cobble it. Yeah, so this is my. This is why I split up last week. This Rav Cook explained, right, the difference between the the regish when a, when a yisurim hit the regish and arouse a person, versus when they're just a hefsid, just a loss. It's not about the actual It's about how you receive it. That defines ahava or not. That's how. That's how in the we've been learning it through Rav Cook. And others, the push. If you just learn this Gemara Pasha, I mean, we've learned this. I'm telling you, if you if you ever learn this Gemara in Yeshiva, it's not like the way we're learning it now. They learn it 2D, which is fine, and it's true. Very. If you have children and they lose them, duh. If they don't have children, duh. We're giving it like a 3D approach where it's not so Pasha. Right. This is the this is the surface layer, but depending on what's going on on the inside, yes. A Yaakov Avinu with Yosef, he was worried for those years that maybe he used up all his chusim. So you see, there's a case of a tzaddik whose son passed away and it didn't seem like it was used to We, I think somebody mentioned that on Thursday. And he didn't have nevuah. And he, 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 could be he felt the hisrachakos. It could be, yeah. Oh, oh, so you're just, you're asking how, you say, you see a gavarabah that doesn't, yeah, there's, Tosas really, is really very bothered by this Rashi. Tosas is very, very bothered in many aspects of this of this Rashi, so we should start now. But he asks a question like that. What, that means no, no tzaddik ever could have Yisrael that's not a Bahava? That's basically what Rashi's saying, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. So if you go back to Abba Dhamma, if you have Bittal Terry, if you have Bittal Tila, like, okay, for Gavarava, maybe it's like that. And maybe Abraham, he didn't have Bittal Terry, Bittal Tila, for the world. What about the rest of us? It's like a little bit. You, I'll just tell you, in, in the way we're learning, we've generally... In, 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 the, in the way and the Iyanashi style that we've been learning, we have, in this sugya, we generally have not been going with Shittas Rashi. We keep if, going a different way. We're going more with Tosros and other Mahalchim, just, just to make that clear. If you learn like Rav Cook, though, I think it's Rav Cook, right? We said that it's based on like your dots, you can turn it over to search Lava. That's what we've been, that's what we've been saying, yes. But, that, but then that doesn't apply to everybody. Right, right. Okay. Let's just read the, this, this this next Rashi because I want to finish the Rashi's and then we're going to have to start Tosus, and then it gets it gets it gets uh, even more interesting after Tosus. So it says Rashi, the There are those, unfortunately, don't even uh, those who have children and they pass away. Havu Yisurim That's how the Gemara is learning at the, the Maskana. That somebody who has children while laying or they pass away, they can yes still be considered Yisrael Shalhava, Shehaavelis Mechaperes Alvonosov. Because what's the good? What's the Ahava? That a person, the Avelis, the mourning for the child, is going to atone for the sins. That's how Rashi's learning. Versus someone who doesn't have children at all, I'm just going to end off a Rashi, versus someone who doesn't have children at all, there's no Kaparas Avonos. Just, you didn't have children, it's just pain. There's no ahava there. There's nothing proactive happening. Therefore, they are not considered Yisrael Shalahava, Adkan, Rashi, in the Gemara. There's also a huge steer. I don't know if I'm going to get back to it. And I mentioned it last week. Two times in this Amr, we're going to end with this. Two times in this Amr, Rashi said, Yisrael Shalahava are based on Kaparas Avonas. We just read it a second ago. Yeah. 
One second. The, the, the Kaparis of Vonos, in, the atonement of sin is Shalahava, meaning it's good for you. And then earlier in the Amud, by the Mitzorah, you can have, it's a Mizbech Kapara, and if it's in Bavel, if it's in Bavel, it, it's considered an atonement for sins, and it's therefore Yisurim Shalahava. The problem with Rashi is, again, I don't know if we can get back to it, Rashi defined on Amr Aleph, Yisurim Shalahava. What is the definition of Yisurim Shalahava? That Kaddish Baruch is giving affliction to this person. The, the person didn't do any sins at all. So I'm saying, if there's no sins, if Yisrim Shalahava is Dafka and there's no sins, then you can never have a case, according to Rashi, where Yisrim Shalahava is when there's a Kapara Savonos. Kapara Savonos means he did sin, and now he's getting atoned for, and it's a Hava. So Rashi is a big, big, it's, it's not really a stira, but it's a big stira. And therefore, Rashi is very difficult in this whole Gemara how to understand him. We'll see if we get back to it. Tomorrow, Mitashem, we will continue with Shita's Tosos. Oh, yeah.